HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by the Dairy Farm Families of Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The And welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm your host, Southern Teague. Damon Bolte is uh, in California right now. He's doing a, he did a pop-up with, uh, or bar takeover, a guest shift, whatever you want to call it, at uh, Polite Provisions with Eric Castro. You know him, right? Um, I'm going to read a quick announcement first, and then we'll talk about what we're doing on the show today. Um, are you a Heritage Radio Network member yet? Uh, members not only support the production and broadcast of this show, but also comes with some perks. Uh, all current members are invited to our new monthly happy hour series, Books and Brews. Join us on April 12th at Three's Brewing at Franklin and Kenton Greenpoint with host of Eat Your Words, Kathy Airway, and her new book, The Food of Taiwan. Meet other members, snag a signed copy of The Food of Taiwan, and enjoy some beer from HRN <coughs> business member Three's. Donate at heritagenetwork.org forward slash donate to get your exclusive invite today. That sounds awesome. You should do that. Um, all right. In the studio today, I got my good friend and colleague, Jason Luttrell of Critical Mass. Hi. Hey, buddy. How you doing, buddy? I'm well. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. Thanks for coming on the show and being in the studio. I'm kind of bummed Damon's not here. I miss his <clears throat> radio voice. What am I, chopped liver? You're okay. You're, you're <laughs> adequate. Yeah. <laughs> adequate. That's, uh, I was going to put that on my tombstone. <laughs> he was adequate. <laughs> he lived up to the expectations we had for him. Um, so... Let's talk about you for a minute. You've been on the show before, but it's a long time ago. I looked through the archives. I think you were, you were episode eight. Yeah, it was way early on in the show. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, and that was back in the old days. Uh, I, will, I, I will point out that you showed up late. They had already started the show without you, and you ran into the studio. Really? You're just going to throw that out there, like that first thing? Yeah, well. Thanks. I appreciate that. Is this being recorded? Because, you know, years down the road, years down the road we can probably go back to this and, and bring maybe, up maybe point out that I was on time this time. Yeah, you were. You were early. I, I, you got here before me. 
That's right. Dude, it's Roberta's. You yeah. come early for Roberta's. For pizza. Yes, you do. Um, I get it every week. Is it weird to say I might be getting tired of it? Uh, no, no, no. Weekly no. pizza? I think I've gained 10 pounds in the last year. Oh, my God. So worth it. So worth it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about you some. What's, what's, what is, who is Jason Luttrell? Um, well, I'm currently the fourth best USBG New York president that we've ever had. Wow. Fourth yeah. best. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, How many yeah. have we had four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was president, I was the second best. Uh, Got it. Yeah. But, um, uh, now I run a company called critical mass. Um, we are very proud of our, of our people. Um, we like to produce events. Um, we like to uh, develop strategies for brands coming to market and, uh, we like to, you know, do fun things with fun people. When you say produce events, you do like really massive things, right? Um, yeah, we've we've worked on some pretty big projects. Uh, we've done things like uh, uh, Tribeca Film Festival. We've done a few things at Tails. Um, we're expecting to have a really big year this year uh, with a couple different things. We're working on an event on May fourteenth. Actually, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, uh, but that's, that's, why, that's, big, a, that's uh, why we're here. That's gonna be a big punch event that we're excited about this summer. So punch, um, you gonna uh, make some punch? Uh, we're not gonna be making a punch. No, no, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're gonna let, we're we're gonna let the experts do that. Um, we're inviting some of our friends from uh, f- some from uh, some bars around town to make some punches. And what's what's the event? What's it all about? Uh, it's the talk the, it up. This is why we're here. Okay, uh, it's going to be on Mother's Day, May fourteenth, from four to eight p.m. at Pure. <laughs> Um, and it is the get your uh, mom punch drunk. It's the New York Punch Invitational, uh, and so we invited <laughs> some friends to come out and make some punches for uh, to, for some consumers. Uh, you know, kind of show us uh, to show them kind of what the style is, and you know, hopefully we have a special guest that's a that's an expert on punch. Um, but uh, yeah, you know this guy Wondrich? He wrote a book about it. Oh, that's crazy! That's crazy. <laughs> uh, we should probably reach out to him. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. come out. Yeah, but we're excited about it. I'm thumbing it's, through my email right now. I don't see my invite. It must be on the way, though. Um, if, <laughs> <laughs> when they, is this live? <laughs> uh, Mark, there. Do you guys want to send, send to other an email right now? Um, but, yeah, no, we're, we're excited about our team. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're growing very, very slowly um, and, and strong, and we've expanded our team every year. And, uh, you know, we, we develop our business based on personal relationships, reputation, and just treating people right and, and doing good work every day. I think you do good work. I've, I worked with your, I've worked with your team in the past and expect to work with you again. I hope so. I hope so. But just for, you know, the audience and the listener, explain a little bit more about what Critical Mass does. Like, you said a lot of fun words, but, like, what does that mean, brass tacks? What's your daily What's your daily routine? Um, the daily routine, my, my, my individual routine is, um, uh, is it's a lot of admin stuff. You know, it's a lot of just kind of nuts and bolts of running a business. Um, just making sure that the bills are paid, making sure that everybody that works with us gets paid properly and quickly. Um, but uh, we also develop, uh, like we do a lot of events. So we do off-premise sampling for brands. We do um, we do marquee level events for major trade events. We also work with um, a couple media outlets and a couple uh, consumer products. Uh, I'm not sure if they'd prefer to be mentioned on the on the air, but sure. um, but but yeah, uh, we do a lot of stuff. Um, we don't really advertise what we do, um, but we're very very busy and we're um, you know. Again, like we just do good work every day. That's great, man. I mean, yeah. I'm happy that you're busy. Well, thank you, thank you. It's good to be busy. It's good. To, it's good to see something grow from nothing. Uh, I mean, the, the reason we called it critical mass in the very beginning was because we like to see small things kind of develop into bigger things, and we like to we like to think that we put the amount of energy that it's, that that it needs to grow. So, like, we're basically watering a, a million little plants. That's great. What to, is the business model then based around the idea of? 
once they get big, you you let them go and you move to another small one. Um, if that's their wish, yeah. Um, you know, we've we've set up, we've worked with a lot of different people, and some of them have grown bigger than us, and that's that's totally fine. I mean, that's kind of the function of, of what we do. But the the main aim of our business is honestly to develop uh, individual competencies within our company and develop. If people need something to to if they have an idea, if they want to uh, accomplish something, or, or or do some kind of piece of business, then uh, there's no resource that we withhold from that. Like we make sure that they have everything they need. That's amazing. So you're like basically just a, a logistics group. Um, you that's make, that's you, a, you, you make the things happen. That's a good part of it, but um, but we we operate mostly on destination points, as in what? Uh, how do we reverse engineer the thing that we want to happen? Uh, so it's like if we see if if we or a client sees a vision of what they of, of something that's amazing, then we say, okay, all right, here's the deadline. How do we reverse engineer that? How do we figure out step by step what what it takes to get to that point? Um, and then that's, uh, and then we make a plan and then we stick to it. That's pretty much it. How did you move from, you mentioned you were USBG president. I'm the USBG president now. Um, nice how did, yeah. How did you move from, <laughs> how did you move from being a bartender, being the president of our club and then, and then to this, like what, what was the, I don't understand the steps cause you were, you were tending bar at great places, death and co mm-hmm. uh, to, to name just one that was mm-hmm. amazing. And Randolph and, you, you, and uh, you, you ran the door at death and co and you had your broken, uh, that's right. That's right. Broken they, were, limb. they were good <laughs> enough to make sure that I had a job and, and you know, that loyalty went both ways for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was working at death and co and I, I was riding my bike and a cab made a weird turn and I made a turn into the cab and I fell on my elbow and it was bad news and I couldn't work for six weeks. Yeah. Cab and wins. So, yeah. Cab <laughs> wins. Cab wins. Uh, you know, if I ever see that cab again, you know, then <laughs> I'll say hi, because what do you say to that? I yeah. mean, it's like they, they're just doing their job, um, which is to hurt bikers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty good at it. But, uh, but yeah, no, so they, so they let me uh, run the door for six weeks while I was healing. Um, and, you know, I, I feel very proud of, of what Death & Co. has become. And, and, you know, I'm very excited that they've been able to celebrate 10 years and uh, um, just still continue to excel and, and lead the, the business and as far as creativity and, you know, developing really cool ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, to, I'm sorry to answer your question. Um, uh, I was, uh, my mom always told me that I would be a great bartender or a great shrink. Um, I didn't <laughs> like school much, so, uh, I decided to go, uh, to 10 bar. Uh, and like, this was after a little stint in the music business. I was, a, I was in radio in LA for a little bit. I was a tour manager for a band for a couple of years, but, uh, I just worked at the, like the dumpiest dumps that you could possibly work at. Um, to get experience. And of course I had to lie to get that experience Of course, uh, or stretch the truth. As we said on bartender at large, thanks, yeah. thanks Eric. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I totally lied. Uh, and I said that I worked at places, but uh, the key is to back it up and, and to like really learn your craft. So worked at dump after dump after dump. And then eventually got offered a job at, at the Randolph, uh, yeah. which was, which, uh, you know, I think st- like was a very, very important part of my career. Um, that's when I like really got to take things seriously, had great mentors there. Um, and, uh, and then I was offered a job at, at death and co. And what do you say to that? I mean, you say yes, Hell yes. you say yes. And, 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 and yes is the answer. What do you need? And then just show up until they either file a restraining order against you or yeah. give you a shift. And so six weeks later of, of training for uh, training uh, with like just monsters, then I finally got my first Tuesday and Sunday shift, I think. Um, but yeah, and uh, I worked there for two years, two and a half years. Uh, and then people were asking me for, to write recipes, which oddly enough, I'm not incredibly prolific with recipes. Anybody at, at Death & Co. will tell you that. Um, but uh, 
I just kind of started a business while I was uh, during during the day, and like then just some side consulting kind of thing. Side consulting, a lot of recipe <clears throat> stuff, and um, I just said, okay, well, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to file an LLC, um, and I'm going to get a bank account, and I'm going to turn this into a side thing, you know. And that way, you know, things can, you know, I can work at work at this job that I love that I keep on learning at, and then still kind of get the benefit of uh, uh, the the benefit of that knowledge um, by uh, by helping brands. Uh, produce recipes and, and like kind of engage the trade and consumers. Um, that turned into a full-time job about a year later. This was in 2010 that I started the company. Um, and then uh, that turned started into... started Critical Mass in 2010? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I had no idea it was that old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's great. Now we've got, uh, you know, five people working with us uh, pretty much full-time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I really love what it's become. I've got a great partner in uh, Mark Drew. Um, he's, uh, he's my, my work wife, um, and we bounce ideas off of each other all the time. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't, but we're always w- work wives at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, no, it's a, like, again, it's like, it's about building slow and strong. That's all, that's all we really want. Yeah. That's my business model as well. Like always, you know, evolve, you know, mm-hmm. like you've been to my bar, like it's changed over the, you know, we just turned six two weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, six years old. That's amazing. It's crazy. I didn't even, it came, it, it, it sneak attacked me. I wasn't, paying, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Someone asked me in the, the end of February, they were like, how long has this place been here? And I was like, oh, and on the 21st of March, we'll be six years old. And they were like, oh, that's next month. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, that's so great. But the evolution, you know, we look around, we play this game when we're, when we're working together. We play this game like, remember, remember when? And it's like, oh, remember when the door was backwards? Right? Remember when, remember when we didn't have a glass rack? Remember when, like, all the things that we remember that have evolved. And, if, and, and, and again, we all look at the place and we say, and you probably think about it the same way you're about your business. If we just started with everything we have today, it probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah. It had to, like, kind of evolve, like, crawl out of the mud, you know, then, yes. then slowly stand up, take a few steps and walk, and now we're running. Absolutely. And, and honestly, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't make a bazillion mistakes. So it's like now we feel like we're we're mistakes are the number one thing we make. Absolutely, <laughs> and it's like that's our number one product, our number one commodity. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's like you know, like we we've made so many mistakes over the years that that we're you know we're in a, we're in a spot now where we've got enough experience where we don't make the same mistake anymore, um, and so we're able to expand and grow and kind of develop um, develop new new people to work with us. And how do you yeah? How do you do that? Do you you said you don't really do any advertising, and and so how do people know to come to you? How do you garner new clients? Um, <laughs> mostly Mark Drew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he spends literally three thousand months, uh, three thousand minutes a month on the phone. Um, that's three days. He yeah. spends three days a month on the phone. Um, but he hustles. Um, you know, we've we've got a great reputation. We're, we're very proud of uh, the way we operate. Um, our our ability to communicate with clients and, and communicate their needs to other people. Um, so it's just you know just like any other business, just like Amore. Does Amore um, advertise? No. No, but people go. I mean, I do this show every week. Amori <laughs> <laughs> Mago on Sixth Street between yes, First and A. <laughs> Thank you. That was great. You got it. We can use that again. We record. Sorry, I'm trying to be Damon Bolte. Yeah, we missed that deep baritone. <laughs> I know, right? It's so sexy. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. It's mid-show. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, the Milk and Cheese Board uh, from Wisconsin, and when we come back, we're going to talk about. Some liquid that you brought for us to drink. I see it right here on the table. Yeah, dude. All right, so we'll be back in a sec. (laughs) 
Today's program is brought to you by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Wisconsin produces the world's best cheese, period. Why? Lush grasslands, glacial water supply, fourth-generation cheesemakers, combining old-world tradition with the new ideas and highest standards. The very best milk. What do you think of when you think of Wisconsin cheese? For me, I think cheese curds, delicious fresh cheese curds, or deep-fried cheese curds. Cheese curds literally any way, any time, any place. I think about Andy Hatch and Upland's Cheese Company, the operation behind the Pleasant Ridge Reserve cheese that's literally America's most awarded cheese. I think of the deliciously stinky Limburger and its long-storied history. I think about Raleigh's Dumbarton Blue, a perfect blend of English-style cheddar and notes of blue. I think of Emmy Roth's Grand Cru Chirchois, which was named 2016's World Champion at the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wisconsin is like the world champion of cheese, and once you start reading the list of cheeses made in Wisconsin on their website, you can see why. The Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board is a nonprofit organization funded entirely by Wisconsin's dairy farm families. Read more at eatwisconsincheese.com. And as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, eat Wisconsin cheese. It's a no-brainer. It is. It, it is a no-brainer. Eat Wisconsin cheese. Yo, all I want is cheese right now. <laughs> I know. Jack Ansley made it sexy, didn't he? I'm so sexy. I'm like a little hot <laughs> into the collar right now. <laughs> cheese is dope. Well, cheese is the thing. Uh, what we need to go with some cheese that we don't have is some juice. What do you got there? Oh, I yeah, love that sound, I, get, I had to get that on the mic. Um, so what I'm pouring right now is Yaguaro Oro Cachaca. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Cachaca is, is that we kind of call it Rum's Uncle because it is the precursor to what we understand as rum. But the biggest difference between Cachaca and traditional rum from okay. around the world is that Cachaca um, is made with fresh pressed sugar cane juice mm-hmm. rather than the byproduct of, of, sugar, of, molasses, of, of right. sugar production, which is molasses. Um, so, you know, they're not better or worse, but this is just different. Um, and it's, uh, it's a process that's, that has been around since, uh, since a lot longer than what we understand rum to be right now. But um, if you, to draw a comparison, um, uh, uh, Martinique rum is also made in the same way. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I wanted to work with this company uh, because it's a very romantic uh, brand. Uh, you know, I work directly for one of the owners of the company. It's a very small company, small family-owned company, fifth-generation blenders and distillers, um, and uh, you know, it's just it's just a great company to work for because it, it's uh, um, very sustainably produced. What? Right. Right. Yeah. Yaguara. Yaguara. Yeah. So uh, it's, just for everybody listening, that's Y A G U A R A. Yaguara. Hashasa Oro. What's the Oro mean? Oro means gold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is. Um, age on it. Yeah, it's got a little wood on it, um, which is not necessary. But it's. Uh, but this one is quite quite delicious. Um, it's. Uh, it spends one year in in a wood called Cabreuva, which is one of the indigenous woods that you can use to age cachaca, um, and then it spends another year in scraped and toasted bourbon barrels, and then uh, then that is taken out of that barrel and blended with a little bit of ambarana. Ambron is a very different um, wood, yeah. very, very different wood. Um, you know, a, another reason that I really like working with this brand is that it's very sustainable. It's uh, organically produced, although this brand in particular doesn't have the organic stamp, but uh, it all comes from the same place. Um, uh, so it's very, it, the, the cane is, is chopped by hand uh, and then uh, juiced and, and fermented within one day. Very small batches, 750, liter, 750 liters are run through only once. Uh, and then that, that we only use the hearts 
and it yields about 120 liters of hearts. So the hearts are, um, you know, it's not the it's not the the alcohols that you don't want in the heads and the tails. Sure. Um, but uh, what I love about this is that uh, none of it's wasted. So everything gets used. So um, the alcohol from the heads of the tails, it may get redistilled and then used to, to fire up a tractor or something like that. Oh, right. Um, like uh, the bagasse or like the, 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 the organic matter that's left over from pressing the sugar cane gets dried out and that gets used to fire the still or something. Oh, cool. You know, um, that's, and that's not unique to Yaguara. I mean, it's a, a co- that's like just a, the way they did things, right? Well, it's it's <clears> a, <throat> a very economical way of doing things, uh, and and it's uh, you know the, when you're out in the sticks, it's you know it's important to operate very efficiently. But this isn't unique to Yaguara. Like I have to throw it out there. Like artisanal cachaça is um, is not only something that's that's increasingly uh, people are becoming increasingly interested in but it's also I, I think it's a very important category to understand uh, anybody who's serious about cocktail like you'd be surprised like people that I know and respect know very little about cachaça um, but I, I think it's just something that's very important for people to understand not only because it's delicious but um, it's it's widely understood to be this like very big industrial operation and it's not necessarily like that Right. Yeah, I've heard of a bunch of other brands who are who are practicing the same way that you say. But but that I, I feel like for us, you know, privileged folks who live in America, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we think of that as like, oh, these guys are you know kind of turning back the clock and doing it this natural, the best way. And, and that's just the way they've always done it. That's the way they're like, always. We're done. trying to look at our shit and fix things. They're just doing things the way they've always done things. Yep, absolutely. Which was right from the beginning. Totally. It's like, uh, it's and, like and because it made sense both economically and. Uh, just sheer workflow, right? Yeah, absolutely. We chop I, the thing, we squeeze it today, we permit it, we, we do it today, and then we start again tomorrow, right? Like <laughs> they say that there's like uh, something like thirty thousand stills in, in Brazil. Um, who knows if that number is accurate or not? But um, the way I see, the way I understand it, it's like similar to, um, to to mezcal production in Oaxaca. It's like not everybody has a license still. But a lot of people have. Wait, people are doing things illegally. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I don't want to sell out some Mexican farmers or anything, but um, or some Brazilian farmers. But uh, but yeah, totally. Um, and so it's like you have a piece of land, and uh, sugarcane is in the grass family, and it just grows naturally. Does not need irrigation. Uh, doesn't even need uh, treated soil. I mean, it just grows. It's a very resilient plant. Um, and uh, it's the same thing with kind of wild agaves growing uh, in, in farmers' land in Mexico. Um, if it's there, and if if you don't need to eat it or to sell it, you make mezcal with it. Sure. You know, um, and it's very similar. Uh, from my understanding, it's very similar to what happens in Brazil. Um, and there's a lot of fa- family pride. Um, uh, so, like, so my boss is actually come from the, from the Menengal family, um, and they they've been producing sugar for five generations in Brazil. Um, and so, uh, this is uh, the first time that this product has been available in the United States, for, and it's been here for three years. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I, I was first taken by by the story. Then uh, then the uh, then the juice was just that good. And yeah. this is the first time I've ever had a traditional brand ambassador job. You know, uh, although I call myself a cane advocate, but I've never considered <laughs> doing this kind of work for anybody else. So uh, it's cane just, advocate. Yeah, it sounds dirty. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I'm smelling this stuff right now. I get a lot of, like, briny notes. kind of smells like olive mm-hmm. That's, that's there's typical a, of cachaca, right? There's a pot. Yeah, totally. Um, like, kind of lemongrassy, like a little... Yeah. Little, yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's, a, there's a particular um, children's breakfast cereal that has been mentioned in, uh, in, uh, in describing this. Children's I wonder if you can get it. Well, I don't eat cereal, but... Because I don't drink milk. You don't, don't drink milk? No. Really? 
Yeah, milk. Do great. you eat Wisconsin milk that's been processed? I, only when it's cheese. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, milk and cheese guys. I don't drink milk. In my defense, I don't drink anything but water and alcohol. All right. No, I've heard I've heard stories about you with juice though. Like anytime that there's juice available, like you'll you'll dust it because you just never. If it's in a it. drink, that's right. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll crush it. Um, <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think about cereals now. No, I'm not going to get it. Also, I got a little cold. You can hear it. Out. My nose isn't up to par right now. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so uh, I've heard this tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, tastes like? I was just smelling. I hadn't tasted it yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, get in there. But um, your colleague, Jane, um, she was just like, wow, this is this is like cinnamon toast crunch. And I was like, whoa, There's you are totally right. Absolutely a cinnamony, bready thing on the backside. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, totally. So this is, I mean, this is our... Who um, said that? Jane Danger? Jane Danger. Uh, well. um, uh, <clears throat> so this is like, this is our, um, we call it like aged three times because it's, you know, it's got three different kind of woods on it. Um, but this is our oldest expression. We also have um, a blend of, uh, a blend, which is the, the blue and white bottle that most people have probably seen, mm-hmm. or some people have probably seen, I don't know. Um, and then we also have a, a quote unquote unaged one that's, uh, that spends eight months in steel. Right. Uh, but yeah. Do you use terms like the same terms that they use in the rum world? This this has you know hogo. Is that true? The funk. Um, I never really got hogo on it. Um, no, no. I mean, hogo is a yeast thing. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't think of it until I tasted it, and I got that bready note on the backside. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I think of hogo, I think like like you know, turn your face inside out, like Jamaica, like Wagwan. This is turning my face inside out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I get that now. I, the, I've spent so much Don't time with it. Don't get it because I said so. Well, no, <laughs> Don't get it because I'm your elder. I'm, I'm very impressionable. <laughs> very impressionable. <laughs> yeah, I can tell by looking at you. Yeah. Um, You're yeah. easily led astray. Totally. That's how you got here today. Totally. But <laughs> but it's it's really exciting working with um you know working with this brand and um, and working in the category in general like uh, like we're like uh, with Kimmy with Nova Fogo and Pete from Abua like we all talk together like yeah. it's, we're all very excited about the category. Well, I was at a talk just the other day with you and Kimmy led by Pete and Dave Wondridge. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Talking about just the category as a whole. That dude is amazing. Truck nuts. Truck nuts. That was my big takeaway. That was my big takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Because he talks like that, he he, he you remember his talks. Yeah. He uh, Dave Wondrich kept referring to uh, the cachaças of the sort of center of the country as like the rednecks, the sort of truck nuts. Yeah. Like the thing we're sort of embarrassed by, but that we kind of secretly love. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah no, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's it like it doesn't take very much time to get out. I've never actually been to Brazil, so I gotta I gotta throw that out there. Oh, you haven't been yet? No, I haven't been yet. How no, long you working for these guys? Um, about four months. Okay. Well, um, I'm sure they'll get you down there. Yeah, yeah. No, like we're lo- we're looking for. Bring you back a bottle of Brazil bourbon when you go. We'll do. No, we've got some. <laughs> uh, I've got. I should have brought. I should have brought this. We've got this uh, like family reserve stuff that's never going to be released, and it comes back. Uh, uh, Chiago, my boss, he brought it back in a, in a wine bottle with a cork in it uh like <laughs> smuggle it into the country oh shit i probably shouldn't say things like that but um no but one can spell it, his name it, it appeared it appeared <laughs> they can't catch him um, but uh we've, <clears> got, <throat> we've got this beautiful like really old uh aged cachaça that's like never will never be sold anywhere and it's uh and that's kind of what put me over the over the edge as far as like wanting to work with these guys it's like it's very romantic how'd you get locked into this um they approached you my beautiful wife Brittany, introduced me to chiago 
Um, yeah, punch it above weight, buddy. I know. <laughs> I hope you feel better, boo. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Brittany's, uh, unfortunately, really home really sick right now. It's this crazy weather, man. I got it, too. It is beautiful today. But, you know, up and down, rain and shine, cold and warm. Ugh. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's like the Vegas syndrome, or Vegas, where you like go in and out of the yeah, like, exactly. crushing heat to the air conditioning, and you just get killed. Um, Understood. Yeah. Well, sorry, she's down. <clears throat> We're gonna get her on the show soon. Not too. for long. Not for long. She'll, she's gonna beat this thing. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I, so again, how did these guys? How'd you get locked into these dudes? Um, you know, like uh, Brittany made the original introduction with with Chiago. Um, we talked about it for a while. We met, um, and uh, and you know, Chiago is just a genuinely very nice guy. Super nice guy. I've met Super, him many times. Yeah. He's Remember, just, I did that. I did the waxing thing with you. That's right. That's right. Oh my god. That's that's when I first met him. That's when oh, I first okay. met him. That was yeah. like three years ago. That was yeah. That was a while ago. Um, so um, yeah. So we met at the at the waxing thing. Um, yeah. We we had our, our nether regions waxed. Yes. That was the most awful experience of my life. I see Jason and I and a dozen other gentlemen for charity. We got Brazilian waxed due to this company, Yaguarakashasa. Yeah, and, and it was it was it, pretty sure of everybody who did it. I'm the only one who continued to do it for. For a long time, that is so weird. <laughs> I liked it. That is so weird. My lady friends liked it as well. So what? <laughs> wow. No, it's the most awful thing. Um, I, like big ups to those who get Brazilian waxes and like See, who, get who their, else was involved? Castro, Eric Job, Dev uh, Johnson, Dev Johnson, um, uh, Giuseppe, Leo, uh, Leo Robichek got it. Uh, yeah, Chris Louder. Although they Chris Louder, they, they weirdly made Leo and Chris step out. The Nomad, remember? Like mm-hmm. they they had to do it, and then they couldn't be part of it because the Nomad was like, no. What? You don't remember? They weren't no. in the calendar, man. No. We were in the calendar. They weren't in the calendar. There was a calendar. It was crazy. Yeah, no, there's a physical calendar. So, like, you know, our political careers are definitely over. Um, you can go to Creative Drunk uh, at Twitter. I'll post a photo of, uh, of my picture from the calendar. Yeah, it was I'm all wearing, sh- I'm wearing nothing but my postal hat. Yeah, it was all shot by, uh, by the, the resident goddess of photography in New York, Gabby Porter. Gabby Porter. Yeah. So she, uh, she, she is consistently able to get whatever she wants out of me and I think I, I posed with just a beach ball yeah you had a beach ball <laughs> Dev Johnson had a shaker <laughs> anyway yeah so that's when you met these guys yeah uh, so that's when that's when we first met and you know we were in contact like the whole time but you know like just in the in the best interest of the cause we were absolutely willing to wax our balls for this um, yeah. regardless of how much like and it's not even the pain of getting waxed it's the weeks after when it grows back that's the real difficult part my hair is so fine i was fine <laughs> you were fine okay like when she when, when the lady went to do the first pull i was like just just give me a countdown of three for the first pull she goes three two one pull and i was like ah i'm fine go for it oh my god okay <laughs> so you're really into pain i remember well i just i'm not as hairy as you guys i remember i remember how red uh, Job's skin was remember Eric Job's yes. his skin was so red. No, there was blood involved. It's <laughs> awful. This is a, this is like it's like masochistic. It's not. It's awful. I, I don't know. How, I don't it. know how folks do it all the time. I mean, like here I, we go. I, Two I, sides I, of the fence here. I get like little shivers when I see. Like I saw a sign in the East Village that it for back back waxing. I was like, <laughs> ah, no, that's awful. <laughs> well, it was for a good cause, and yeah. this is good juice. So I'm yeah. drinking some more right now. It's making yeah. me feel better. Mm. Good, good. I'm glad it's Grandpa's medicine. And how do you? Thanks, man. How do you like? Um, so now you've gone bartender, president USPG, mm-hmm. uh, critical mass in your own business, and now you're also working for another company doing 
doing brand work. How do you like that? Well, and what's your territory? Yeah, well, I mean, this is kind of part of what Critical Mass does as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I, I work just in New York, and, and um, I'm just, you know, again, I'm very motivated by by uh, getting the word out there about this brand, about this category. So, I mean, I do things for, like, I'll write recipes for uh, things in Miami. Or, like, there, there's no real border, although um, you may see me knocking on your door if you're a bartender in uh, in New York City. Yeah. But you get to go anywhere. So you're... Are you the only ambassador in the United States for this company? Um, and it, until today, I think, or yesterday, um, uh, we found somebody to work with us in uh, in, in Miami as well. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we're in we're in Florida, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts. Great, it's yeah. good juice. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really good. Um, we talked already. I'm pulling it onto the bar for spring and more. Yay! Thanks. We're gonna do a stirred. Stirred bitter Yawara Kashasa drink. Amazing. You're you're help, helping support a community. Yeah, man. Um, well, I think that's what we all are, right? Totally. Um, you know, there's there's obviously some blurring lines of nepotism sometimes, but I, I had already made this decision before you got this gig, so I don't I don't blame that. Well, thank you. Full disclosure: I worked for Critical Mass for two years. Yeah, yeah. It was no, it was more than that. It was Remember a long I, time. I dropped out for a year of the thing. Yeah. So I think I was just there for two. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter. OG, though. Um, yeah. You know, first one. I'm sure that she, Brittany had these made, I guess, right? You didn't make these. I said, I, t- I told her. I I'm wearing her a that. ring right now that looks like a, a nut. Like a, yeah, know, a hex like nut. A nut in a bolt, yeah. And uh, inside it, it says OG B team. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I, I said that I wanted to do something really nice and, and uh, for, for, the, for the originals, and that was like Pam, Chris Lauder, um, Josh Perez. Uh, Karen Stanley, Rob Kruger. It was a small team, but it's just like still just just legends. Uh, and it was a, a great honor and privilege to work with you guys every day. <laughs> it was super cool. Uh, it just like the, the ideas you guys came up with, just recipes. I've 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 stolen ideas from you guys more times than I've you know admitted. I don't mind. <laughs> just take it. It's fine. Um, well, cool, man. What's next on your your docket? Then you, you got a pretty loaded plate, it seems. Um, we we're definitely looking at July in New Orleans. Um, that's going to be a big a big time for us. Um, but you know, we just try to do good work every day. You did know, you, did you not want to talk about MCC? We can skip it. But you said you you're doing something for that too, right? Yeah, yeah, we're doing the punch party. Oh, that's that's part of it. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You we're, said punch party. You never said MCC. Yeah, we're working we're working in conjunction with the festival. I know that there's a. Um, there's a lot going on. There hasn't been a lot of information out about it, but it is happening. Um, we are doing this event on uh, May 14th, 4 to 8 p.m. at Pier A. And the, cool. uh, tickets, open to the public? Uh, open to the public. Tickets, buy tickets. Yeah, tickets cool. should be available by next week. Rad. Uh, do you know where? Pier A. I mean, where, the, where are the tickets available? Uh, through the MCC website. Yeah, do you know that site by any chance? I believe it's ManhattanCocktailClassic.com. Yeah, cool. So you can go to ManhattanCocktailClassic.com and get your tickets to the punch event at Pier A, hang out with Critical Mass and... Drink some punch. Yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. Uh, you know, if anybody's gone to any parties that we produce, it's pretty mellow and just fun. I, I think you know, without without being too, um, you know, self, without doing too much self examination, I feel like you and I and people who get to be in this studio and on the air with Damon and I all the time, like that's our job, right? Our job is fun. Mm-hmm. And we get to make people have fun with us. Yeah, it's it's really important to not take this stuff too seriously. <laughs> Yeah, or not, not take this stuff too seriously. Not take yourself too seriously. Let's just 
Yep. We're not saving the manatees here. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. We get one go. Yeah. Let's have a good time. What are you doing at Tails in the New Orleans? Um, that we can't. Booked? That I can't speak about okay. yet. Um, but there's, uh, you know, you, anybody who's been to Tails knows that there's a lot of over-the-top stuff. We hope to be a part of uh, a few of the way, way, way over-the-top stuff cool. uh, that's going on down there. Awesome. Not sure if I'm going to be able to make it this year, but I'm going to Tails Scotland this week. I leave on the 1st. I'm going to Edinburgh. The Christmas gift. That is that is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited about that. It's uh, Edinburgh by itself is just amazing. Have you been? Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, it's where uh, it's where all the bl- <laughs> there's a there's a few distilleries there that make single malts, but um, but from what I understand about Edinburgh, it's uh, it's where a lot of components of blends are made. But Auchentoshan is there. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm gonna check out a few distilleries. Go play some golf, maybe. Yeah, like golfing in Scotland. Like that's. Got to do, got to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, the last time I was in Scotland, I think was, well, I had a job and I didn't get out of the hotel for a week. But uh, before that, I went with Jonathan Pogash and, and uh, Hal Wollen, um, and it, it, we just had a blast. We just drove around, um, and Pogash knows how to drive on the right side of the road, which yeah. is odd, or on the left side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, he did a great job. So if you're there and he's there, and you know, maybe he should drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine. <clears throat> I don't drive anywhere anymore. I leave that to other people. <laughs> um, well, dude, it's been great having you on the show today. Um, and I'm, you know, excited about May 14th, the punch on the Pier A, uh, right there next to Blacktail and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool to hear about what you're doing with Yaguara Cachaca. And also very, very happy to hear that I didn't realize your company was that old, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that means you're turning seven this year? Uh, we turned six on October 10th. September 10th. So October be, 10th. You'll be seven this, this year. So we'll be seven this year, yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea. I thought I thought it was... I, I mean, I'm that kind of guy. Sometimes I forget that anything's going on around me. I just think I'm the center of everything. So when you, <laughs> when you hired me, I was like, oh, this guy's starting up this little company. I'll work with him today. <laughs> yeah, we're, <clears throat> we're like... Uh, I'll give him a hand. We're slightly older than Amori Margo. <laughs> that's what I'm... Yeah, that's what I'm... But also, I didn't really realize how old I was, so... Yeah. Like, that... It snuck up on me. No, it, no. I think Critical Mass started when uh, when Amori Margo was a Cuban sandwich shop. Right. Yeah, back when it was Cartales. Yeah, that place is dope, though. <laughs> yeah. I love Cartales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also loved Benny's burritos, um, and also Roberta's. So let's put, let's kind of you know, put this in context here. I like nice things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've had Jason Latrell on the show today from Critical Mass. Um, well, if if someone was listening and wanted to, you know, a brand or whatever, wanted to get in touch with you, where do they reach out? Criticalmass.com? What do you got? Um, we our website is criticalmass.com. There it's you go. C R T C L M S S. It's Critical Mass without the vowels. Oh, got um, it. But just Google us. We'll, we'll you know. We'll, uh, we're easy to find. Um, but uh, my email address is Jason, J A S O N, at C R T C L M S S dot com. Critical mass without the vowels. Yep. Got it. Um, great having you on today. Uh, if you like this show, tune into Heritage Radio Network to listen to thousands more just like it. Uh, please donate to Heritage Radio Network dot org forward slash donate to help keep the station alive and keep shows just like this on the air. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Cheers. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his groove in them rhythm and blues that sound. It's gonna get you Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. 
connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.